You are listening to Revealing Real Estate Podcast, where we dive into getting over your fear of taking risk in real estate and making money while you sleep. I'm Nico Pedizano, your host and real estate guru with over 20 years of experience. It's time to get real. Hey guys, welcome back to Revealing Real Estate Podcast. And I just want to take this time to thank all our viewers for sharing our show and listening to our podcast every single week as we try to give you wonderful information in regards to the real estate market itself in general. This show was built upon making sure that we can help and provide information for those that want to start building real estate wealth. I believe it's the path to your future success. I think it's the path to financial freedom. I truly believe it is the safest and most sound investment that somebody can make today. So how can we get those first-time buyers to get into the market as soon as possible? How can we get people that are currently renting right now and making their landlords rich to start investing into the real estate market with creative financing situations that we can provide out there within the market? How to build a beautiful team around you to find you great, wonderful deals, whether that be wholesaling and fix and flips. And we have some wonderful guests on the market. If you go back to all our podcasts that we've done to really give you some insight and information on it. But today I want to take that time to really answer a few questions from a lot of our viewers that we haven't done yet, just because it's just been very difficult to do it as people have been trying to get onto the podcast and uh, we've been really busy at it. So today's podcast is basically answering questions from viewers that want to have some knowledge and more information on some things that they're really concerned about. So let's go with the first question right now. Let's get right into it. Well, I think the most burning question right now is why choose to work with a real estate agent? What advice would you provide to someone who doesn't want to work with a real estate agent? Things like that. Yeah, I think, listen, real estate agents are going to be here for, for quite some time. And I believe the service of a realtor is very important. And if somebody's looking to start building their real estate portfolio, definitely having a real estate agent on your side is very critical and very crucial. The reason being is that they're going to provide you many opportunities and they're going to make sure that you're also protected when you go and put an offer on a property for an agreement. They're going to give you insight on comparables of what home values are. They're going to be able to give you, you know, their professional opinion. And I always recommend definitely working with somebody who's full-time within the industry. And I also recommend with somebody who has quite a bit of experience. And you can do that by asking a lot of questions and interviewing the real estate agent that you're willing to choose from. Any successful person right now is definitely working with a real estate agent out there in the market because they don't got the time to do it themselves. And we provide that service to make sure that every aspect is covered. And your protection is what is most important and representing you in full fiduciary duties is imperative to making sure that we do our job to get you into the right home, to educate you on investing, how do we leverage properties, putting you with proper home inspectors, setting you up with the right financial advisor, and so forth, right? And especially even when you're deciding to list your house and putting your house up for sale, it's a very big important aspect of getting top dollar for your home. And people don't come to the realization that agents do a very wonderful job in training to make sure that they can negotiate and get you the best possible price. My advice is, and I'm not being biased in any way possible, find the right realtor who's going to get you in the right situation to get you the right property that you're going to need. Some people say that uh, anyone can be a real estate agent. It's easy. People are greedy, money motivated. What would you say to those people? I hear this question all the time, and it's a wonderful question. Real estate industry is very difficult, and I'll break it down to you in the numbers. And I'll talk about the Toronto Real Estate Board because that's the market I'm in, and that's the board I'm registered with. you got over 72,000 members of the Toronto Real Estate Board. 30,000 of that in, in 2023 have made zero deals. 
The other 32,000 right now have made one to five transactions within 2023. And I believe 6,000 have made six to 10 deals. And that number continues to trickle down and down. You're going to realize that that's how difficult it is. There's a small percentage of realtors that actually do majority of the sales within the business. It's imperative for young real estate agents that want to get into the business to come to the understanding that it's not as easy as it looks on HGTV and you're watching these shows out there. There's a lot of effort. There's a lot of hustle. There's a lot of grind that needs to be put within the business itself. You got to be able to be prospecting and building relationships. It's all about the relationship building within this industry right now at the very early stages of your career. The more conversations you have, the more appointments you make will lead to more contracts getting signed, to more offers getting dealt with. Early on within my business, I came from the catering side of things. I needed to really understand that they were two different industries, but sales are sales. Whether I was selling Italian cuisine or I was going to sell somebody's most valuable asset, I needed to make sure that people were comfortable and entrusted with me within that transaction. People want to do business for two things, likability and trustability. And those are the main two factors you want to start nailing as a young real estate agent within this business. The reason being is that I only want to work with people that I like and people that I trust. And those factors are imperative. But early on, get scripts that are going to help you get through the language, right? Prospecting and getting out there and door knocking will be essential parts of your business early on. I truly believe you can turn down the business or you can turn it up. And early on within my career, I was really turned up and working really long hours to make sure that I didn't go home without somebody that was either looking to buy or sell a property. And by doing that, I would do a lot of cold calling. I would spend countless hours, you know, trying to have conversations and meet people. My database wasn't big enough yet. My center of influence around me still wasn't there where I could have just tapped into it and, you know, really took a percentage of that database every single year. You want to continuously grow that pipeline for yourself. And that's what it's about. So as a young real estate agent, definitely having systems in place within your business will take you to that next level. But it doesn't come without a lot of hard work. And you got to remember, early on when I was starting out within my business, I started in the Italian catering business. And people knew me as that guy who was in that industry. How did I have to flip the switch? How could I have pivoted now moving into a new industry where I wanted to become a real estate agent? And how I had to do that was actually let people know that it's not Nick, the coffee truck driver no more, that it's Nick, the real estate agent. And I essentially, you know, started right away with a bus stop. I found the first local real estate magazine and I got a three-quarter page ad that was imperative for me to have people realize that it's not Nick the coffee truck driver no more. It's now Nick the real estate agent. I sent out a mailer to every single person that I knew. It was at the time in 2004, I also got married. And I actually sent a letter to every single person on my wedding list to make sure that they knew that I was now a real estate agent. And if somebody had any interest in purchasing or buying or selling or getting a referral, I definitely worked out and asked that question in the letter itself. After I did that, I actually followed up with a follow-up call just to make sure that they received my letter and that they were aware of that situation. Now today, which I didn't have back in the day, Social media is a very big part of your platform that you should be taking initiative of. And it has to be consistent. The message that you want to portray is very important. And what I think that, that somebody should start doing early on is making sure that if you're going to create an image out there within the marketplace itself, 
figure out what type of image that is. But make sure that there is likability and trustability in any message that you're providing in any marketing platforms that you're going to offer. What is one crucial thing that every real estate agent should do? Uh, first and foremost, as soon as you start out, it's crucial to get a CRM system, right? And you need to put everybody inside that. Build it well. Build it strong. If you're going to start building the CRM system itself, you want to have addresses in there, phone numbers, email addresses, uh, birthdays if possible, uh, special occasions, reminders, follow-ups. It's so imperative and real estate agents need to understand that a lot of their mistakes is the fact that they just don't follow up and they don't spend that time in making sure that those follow-ups calls are scheduled. If somebody says that they're looking to probably sell their house within six months, I would set it in your calendar to follow up in three. I would always cut that time in half. That's how I did it. And I just made sure that when that follow-up came up on my calendar, I made sure I made that call and I had a reason to make that call. That's kind of the number one important thing that real estate agents need to start doing within this industry is follow up. I can't let you know how imperative that is. The second thing is make sure you're responding at a very efficient and quick time frame. It doesn't take me long to respond to my clients. When a lead comes in or a call's coming in, I was very, very quick to get to that call. A lot of times within minutes, and I'm talking five minutes at the most, that's how fast I used to respond. Because nowadays, especially with technology, people want quick results. People want quick answers. And if you don't, they're going to go to the next realtor or the next website or the next platform to make sure that they get their answer or questions in regards to that property. So I think those are the really the two main factors and best advice I can give somebody starting within the industry today. Now, let's talk about the market a little bit. What current trends are you seeing, let's say, in terms of popular neighborhoods, property types that people are purchasing, buyer-seller behaviors, market conditions? That's a, that's a wonderful question. And I think where the future of real estate is going in the Toronto real estate market is multifamily homes. Homes will continue to be unaffordable. Price points, I think we've hit their peak. I think interest rates will eventually start coming down. When that happens, the market is going to take off. Now, unaffordability is a big problem right now in Canada. Immigration is a huge factor and coming in at an enormous rate. People are going to be looking to put family units, fourplexes, threeplexes, garden suites, laneway suites, tiny houses, smaller condo apartments. We are going to be the New York City and we are going to turn into what New York City is at one point in time. And we will get to those price points. And I surely feel very comfortable in saying that. If I was going to make an investment today, I would look to get multi-generational family homes where we can put in more than one renter in on that property and generate an enormous amount of income that is going to be cash flow positive and it's going to help me pay down my mortgage a lot quicker and a lot faster. Enjoying this episode? Leave us a review letting us know what you want to learn next and make sure you're following our podcast to be the first to hear our new episodes every Friday. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for full video and behind-the-scenes access. In terms of home prices, I know this is a really popular question. What really factors property prices in certain areas? And are there any sort of affordability challenges that you find? 
with the rates today, uh, I think the affordability challenges are going to get better and it'll ease up. I think there's a lot of things that the government and the Bank of Canada could do right now to ease down on the approval process, like removing the stress test. Maybe, and I'm not a big fan of it, but a short-term increasing the amortization rate. House hacking is a very big strategy. And I think it's important that if you are a young couple today, there is nothing wrong in getting a unit like a townhouse that they've built. And that's why another reason why you want to work with a realtor that they can find you the right product to get you in that's going to help you essentially get you to the next upgrade to a semi-detached or detached after the fact a, a lot quicker. And my advice is find something that has um, a unit that you can generate some some rental income from, which will definitely help you put down to your principal every single month a lot more. And it's going to get you into a situation where you're going to be able to upgrade into your home. I know that the majority of people that I've dealt with in my 20 years of being in business is helping people upgrade into their homes because that's where the real wealth comes from. We got to look at how we can save on our taxes. And our primary resident right now is the most tax-free savings advice that I can give you. If you own a home in Canada, which is your primary resident, and you live and, and, and you reside within that home, it's tax-free when you sell that home. So take advantage of those benefits. As homes every year, and, and the average person is going to make that upgrade move within five years, if you've bought a townhouse today and you generated some rental income from it, you have some options from there where in five years from now, you could move into the into a, a detached home if you really wanted to as inflation and the value of, of those homes will go up. And I assure you this much, homes will go up in value. In the next 20 years, I say they'll probably be worth 100% more than what they are today. If in 10 years from now, they're probably going to be worth 50% more than what they are today. Those trends are going to be proven. And I'm telling you now, it is the safest and best investment you can make in the marketplace. So take advantage of that. If parents right now are listening to this, you need to really understand that investing in real estate right now for their future is imperative. Get them into the market now. And how do you do that? Get a condo, buy it, rent it out to make sure that when they are ready to get into the market and dive in, they are a little bit further ahead. Real estate values will go up. And if you're going to want your kids even to live close to you, these are the things that you got to be doing now as parents to try to put some money aside for them to get into the market. And if there are situations that you can or you don't know, reach out. We'd love to help you out. We will look at some creative financing opportunities out there in the marketplace that can get you into that dream of ownership for your children to be taken care of in the future when they are ready to start dabbling into the market. So I hope that helps. How has the Ontario real estate market evolved over the years and where do you see it going in the future? Man, today, uh, AI is going to be the future of real estate for sure. I think it's going to time frame, as you know, and internet speed today was crucial when I was starting out early within my business because I was in the evolution and the involvement at the time when social media like Instagram and Facebook started to evolve within our market and our industry. It was very essential for advertising. It's a huge platform if you want to start building your brand within there. And I think the next steps will be AI. And AI is, is going to be the next evolution of technology that is going to expedite things at a much quicker pace than we are even currently today. And speed is everything because time will equal out to being money. And an example of that is a real estate agent eventually won't really need to go on tour 
30, 40 properties when they got a buyer in hand. I believe AI, artificial intelligence, will provide us that space to go out there with goggles, bring it to the client's home, and tour properties, you know, right in the comfort of their family room, and then make a decision from there whether they want to purchase the house as they were kind of like a virtual reality situation where they walked right in through the homes itself. And I think that would be kind of the evolution of it. Virtual reality, AI with a combination is going to be a huge, huge, huge component of the real estate sector itself. What steps are involved in the home buying process and how long does it typically take? If I'm a buyer uh, in the market right now, from seller to buyer, it's a little different. But let's talk about a buyer's perspective. When they've completed a transaction, a lot of times when they've toured the home and they like the home that they like, what normally happens is you'll sit down with your realtor or your lawyer. Your lawyer can also type in offers if you were doing it on your own. Today, we have self-represented parties. Um, and it's a new Tressa implication where people can now be self-represented if they choose to. I believe currently right now, the best way to get through the process is hiring a real estate agent who's going to help you and guide you through it. But the first steps would be typing up an agreement of purchase and sell. He's going to make sure that he has all the proper clauses and conditions inside the agreement that are going to be essential to make sure that you buy that home. Um, and it gives you a peace of mind that you're not dealing with any issues. In one of those conditions will probably be a home inspection condition, and they're probably going to have a finance condition. I would advise having also a lawyer review condition inside the agreement so your lawyer can look at the contract once everything has all been completed and a price has been determined between buyer and seller. Once you've gone through the process and the deal has been accepted, then it's pretty much now going to be in the lawyer's hands to kind of make sure that the requisition dates are met. Um, there's no liens or encumbrances on the property that you should be concerned with. And most of the time, if there was a lawyer review, the lawyer would have done some of those checks already during the conditional period. And then they would deal with the seller's lawyer to make sure that everything was transferred over on title. So the main steps are you're going to go out looking with a realtor to buy a home. The realtor is going to go in there and negotiate the best possible price for you. You're going to go through the conditional period where you're going to be able to do your due diligence on the property. Once that's all said and done and the deal goes firm, all the information will be sent to your lawyer. Your lawyer would do all background checks, put probably title insurance on the property, send the information over to the seller's lawyer or the seller's lawyer would then connect with the buyer's lawyer and then they would finalize and close the transactions from a legal standpoint. But that's kind of the main steps of how a buyer transaction works. From a listing point of view or a seller's position, a lot of times you're going to hire a real estate agent to come in there and evaluate the home. That real estate agent's going to have a strategy or a marketing plan to get that property put in the best possible position, best curb appeal wise, to make sure that it shows, you know, as a model home. It's going to have the staging, um, it's going to have cleaning service. I would advise cleaning the windows, making sure that your asphalt uh, on your driveway is nice. If you don't have asphalt and you have interlock, you know, power wash it. The grass is cut. Everything looks ready to go. Once that's all set up and the realtor has their marketing plans and designs of their brochures and make sure that they have an intensive marketing plan to get the word out that your home is now for sale and a buyer comes in and buys that property, it's very similar to the buyer transaction where somebody's going to come in there now, put an offer on your property with a realtor, put the necessary conditions inside the deal and so forth. That's kind of just kind of the, the extra steps that takes place when you're selling a home. So I hope that helps out. Let's shift to sellers. If a seller were to ask you, hey, Nick, what can I do to maximize the value of my property in the current market? What would you say to that person? Biggest value you can add is start with looking at what renovations you can make within the property itself. 
And the number one thing is a kitchen. You know, if your kitchen's dated and it needs an, an upgrade and you haven't done it in 15 years, it's probably time that your kitchen can use an upgrade. But once you start with the kitchen, you're going to get into flooring. But the second thing is bathroom. So, you know, putting a little bit of money inside that home will definitely increase the value of the property. A kitchen that costs you $30,000, you're probably going to get a $60,000 return on that kitchen. Painting your home is the lowest cost, but your highest return. A lot of times I advise people to paint their house because if a paint job costs you $7,000, $8,000 in the home, you're probably going to see an upside of about $14,000 in price points there. So you get your money back plus, you know, a really good return on your investment. Bathrooms are very essential. People want to make sure that they got nice bathrooms. You got one sink, add two sinks. If you don't got no granite or marble in the bathroom, maybe it's a good idea you can add it. Look at upgrading your faucets and upgrading your plumbing too. Those are really nice and people want to have that comfort knowing that all that has been done before they move in. People are very finicky today, right? Fix loose faucets. Do all the minor repairs that need to get done within the house before you list it on the market. People don't have time right now to go in to do a renovation. And they will pay you extra knowing that they can put that within their mortgage, move their family inside, have it a turnkey operation and continue moving forward and be able to do their everyday job and continue their life every day and not have any disruptions. If people have to buy a home, now they got to do, you know, extensive renovations that takes time away from their business and what they currently do every single day. And people don't want that stress and people don't want that aggravation, especially dealing within the trades business and contractors alike to come within the industry and help out because everybody's pretty much really busy today. You know, in Toronto, real estate is the biggest driving factor for many industries and moving forward, it's going to continue that way. And that's kind of our biggest resource right now that we have in the Toronto real estate market. So listen, those are some wonderful questions. I respect everybody, but for realtors out there right now that are struggling within industry too as well, I just want to have a conversation with you and just speak out to you guys too as well. Don't give up. If this is truly your passion, lead with the passion first. Don't make it about the money. Don't act in desperation. Act on the best interest of your client. And, you know, continue to prospect and work hard. Build those conversations. Build those relationships. And there's a lot to go around for everybody. It's just that you got to work hard at it at the very early on stages of it and build a marketing machine and a brand that's going to help you take you to that next level. You know, build a brand for yourself. Get into farming. Farming is very crucial and very important. If you need some more information on it, guys, please just DM me. I love your questions. Continue to bring out your questions. I'm glad I had this opportunity to answer many of them. If there's more to come, please, uh, we'd love to reach out to you or just comment below. Ask the question inside our message box and we'll definitely get out to you as soon as we can. But thanks for tuning in to Revealing Real Estate and we'll see you next time. Looking to buy or sell? Call a team you can trust. Don't believe me? Our Google reviews say it all. Put us on your lawn, your house will be gone. Theoptteam.com.